man. Perfect, perfect. We'll just start from here, brother. How you been? How you doing? Man, all is well, man. I appreciate you taking the time out. We finally got it right. Yeah, man. It, it took a bit, so but I'm glad we were able to knock it down, man. Um, so wait, do you live in Vegas or are you out here um, over there in Atlanta? I'm actually at ATL. Oh, gotcha. How do you know Cam? I actually met Cam in Atlanta. Oh, uh, he was over there? As, yeah, man. I met him out here in the A, man. We was at the bottom of movers um, working for like, this freelance company. Oh, snap. How long ago was that? Oh, man. Like, Four years ago, bro. Oh, Going shit. Five. That's yeah, fucking... Man, it's been a minute. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um, I guess for the people that are listening, do you mind giving a brief overview as to, like, who you are and what you're currently doing? Yeah, man, absolutely. Yo. So my name is Tyrell Dukes. Um, I reside in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I am a crypto investor, um, digital real estate investor. Uh, and I also do uh, a little bit of Toro as well. Looking to get into some Airbnbs as we speak. Yeah, man, that's a little bit about me. There we go, man. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's good to be all over in regards to, like, being able to open up, like, the future possibilities for, for yourself, right? Um, I know you're huge into crypto, uh, and I guess if you don't mind starting us off, uh, you have your own coin, right? <laughs> uh, nah, so I do have my own NFT, not my own coin. Oh, um, shit, okay. Yeah, 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 so... In terms of crypto, man, I started off in 2020, uh-huh. and uh, if you remember, COVID, it took all of the markets down, mm-hmm. um, and every, you know what I mean. And that's when I first got in, and uh, I bought Bitcoin at the very low. One second, let me put this down. One, one second. Yeah, take your time, man. I just uh, disconnected from my Wi-Fi because for some reason it was lagging a little bit too in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to my um, messenger sound down. That was annoying. Oh, okay. All right, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can, yeah, I can hear you, man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, let me. So I started investing in uh, Bitcoin in twenty twenty. Man, COVID took all the markets down. Stock, cryptos, everything just bottomed out, bro. Mm-hmm. And um, I started researching 401ks. I was working at 9 to 5 at the time in um, corporate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, work a job till you're 65. Fuck that. By that time, I'm going to be wrinkled. I'm going to be old as shit. And and most of those people, man, they call me now and they're like, yo, I'm just retired, but I still need to go back to work. I need to make some more money. How can I do that? I'm like, this doesn't make sense. So um, I read about this thing about Bitcoin, bro. And uh, in 2009, there was an article that said if you invested a hundred dollars in the Bitcoin in uh, 2009, 2017, that same hundred is 21 million. So I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this right. So I took out my whole 401k. It mm-hmm. wasn't much. It was like 3,000. And I'm about Bitcoin at 7,000, man. And I, and I sold it at 60. So, I mean, in a year, that's a huge um, return on your investment, especially when it comes to investing, man. That, like a 4% is decent to the average financial planner, right? So you're mm-hmm. talking over a 5X, 6X game. And um, ever since then, man, I went full-fledged into it. Nice, man. That's legit. Have you gotten back into um, crypto as of recent, or are you still kind of like on the sidelines waiting to, to see what goes down? Because I feel like uh, crypto in general is kind of like on a – it's in a deciding moment factor kind of deal right now, right? And I'm just like, damn, which way is it going to turn? I feel like I've been played like six times just watching it. Yeah, man, absolutely. So 
I'm gonna drop some game on you, man. So to answer your it. question, I was in crypto ever since then and I never got out. Uh -huh. um, so there's two aspects to the crypto game. Um, kind of like what you said, like some cryptos, like they can just stagnate and there's no moving at all. So during that time, you want to be accumulating. You want to, you know, keep investing into it, right? That's your long-term investments. Um, there's also a, a way to the games where you can trade it. Hmm. And there was a thing called the Coinbase effect. So every time Coinbase would announce that they're listing a new coin, that coin would immediately jump like 100%, 200%. Hmm. Then when it actually listed, some of these coins went up 20 X, you know what I mean, two thousand percent. So a hundred dollars would have turned into two K just by investing. You know what I mean? So and that was consistent. So they would post on their Twitter, "Hey, we're listing this new coin. Get right into it." If the mm -hmm. tokenomics was right, and just making money that. So I was trading as well. Um, so I still do my long term investments. Every time I get paid, I put ten percent to my favorite, you know, crypto coin. Mm -hmm. um, in the meantime, between time, I'm looking for trading opportunities. Yeah, man. No, I feel you. Um, I guess uh, I didn't really hear about the Coinbase effect um, myself. Uh, I guess because uh, for the people that are listening, you 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 uh you specialize on like the uh, what is it like the high risk high return uh, coins, right? Like the smaller coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. How how, yep, did, so. how did you walk into that? Because uh, obviously, I mean, I'm our, I'm I'm a little into crypto, right? Um, but I'm not like that deep into crypto, if that makes sense. Like yeah, I have money yeah. on there, but you know absolutely yo so crypto is basically you can kind of relate it to the stock market and um those low cap coins you're talking about basically penny stocks mm -hmm. um so as you know that's where most of the money is made it's a low market cap which is like a huge room to grow right so mm -hmm. to me i'm looking for the coins that's under 100 million dollars most coins that you see on coinbase are all a billion plus mm -hmm. so i'm like okay you're talking, this about, the, uh, least you're talking about the market cap correct yeah, exactly. The market cap, right? I look at it like a penny stock, they're the most volatile, but I look for coins that are under $100 million in market cap because mm -hmm. I know for a fact it can easily hit $1 billion and that's still super low. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, you're talking about a 10x gap. You can 10x your money. You know, that's why I specialize in for my trading. When I see trading opportunities, that's what I'm kind of looking for. Um, my long term investments. I put some to safer coins like no. XRP, Stellar, um, XDC. They're in a billion dollars or more. Those mm -hmm. are like my, um, I call them blue chips. Okay. Um, and then I also have my my penny penny cryptos. I got what you. I call them, <laughs> yeah. Right. So those are the ones that you can see through a 300x or in a thousand x. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? In a year or two. Gotcha. Yeah. As far as like the, um, I guess, let's say equities go like I'll, I'll fuck with like the penny stocks. I'll fuck with like up to like mid cap because of the potential oh, yeah. to return isn't as good as like with blue caps, unless you do options. And sometimes I'll fuck with options, but it's not really my uh, my niche for lack of a better word. Right. So but that's so I know you said you put 10 percent. Uh, of like your paycheck so every paycheck you get what what do you do do you put it like all in one coin or do you diversify that 10 percent between multiple coins How, what's your approach on that yeah man that's another great question so i'd say it depends so i'm looking at every day like i have a watch list mm -hmm. um and if it's under a certain price i'll buy in a certain coin um, 
I used to look and write on all of them. I tried to diversify. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly, the ten percent is going to probably one coin, sometimes two at the most. Okay, got you, got you. That makes sense. Yeah, because I was thinking about it. Because I was like, if I'm gonna fuck with like penny stock cryptos, I'm like, I'd be throwing money like everywhere. I'm like blank darts. Fuck it, who cares? <laughs> Just because it's already volatile yeah. as it is. So that's why I like that's a that's a wild w- world even for my blood, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it is, man. It is, bro. But it's fun, man. Especially when you're winning, it's fun. So talk to me about how you, um, how you were able to learn, um, more about like what you look for, like in like a penny stock crypto, right? Like, how did you self-educate yourself, or was were there anybody that you looked up towards so that way you can get like a better foundation or ideas to where to go, or what? What did that look like? Yeah, so it it came with time. Uh huh. Um, when I first got into the crypto game, all I knew was Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Yeah. And like that story, a hundred dollars to twenty-five million. I'm like, okay, bet. Yeah. In this cycle. Yeah. And then I peaked the market cap, and I'm, Bitcoin already has damn near a trillion dollar market cap. Yeah. It's already higher than some big blue chip companies like Google. I don't think it has much room to grow realistically. It can't like a thousand x. That's like you know what I mean. Those yeah. numbers are just crazy. So I looked, when I made my money on Bitcoin, I looked, I said, okay, this was decent. And then I saw coins like Dogecoin. I'm sure you know about that. Oh, dude, I made a shit ton off Dogecoin, bro. I got under like fucking sub three, bro. Fuck yeah. You did? What'd you sell it? So I sold them at a bunch of pieces. Um, I, I, I was there for the mm-hmm. ride, um, up slightly above 70 before the SNL event, but I didn't sell there cause I was a fucking degenerate. Um, I think I sold some in like in, uh, like fucking 5%, like in the fifties, I think I sold like 20 or 30% like in the forties. And then I sold like most of the chunk, like in the thirties, I was like, fuck this bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 You wanted the smart ones, man. Dude, I know people still holding that shit, bro. They're like, those to the moon, dog. I'm like, I mean, maybe. Like, maybe I fucking sold too early, quote unquote, right? Maybe it's going to be $2 fucking a year from now. I don't fucking know. But I was just like, like I already took enough risk as it is, you know? Yeah. Hey, when it runs out like that, you got to take the profits while they're there. Yeah. You know, so holding that back. I was but, like, that's my 401k right there. Fuck a real no, facts. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. Dude, there were teenagers making millions of dollars driving the Corvettes and all types of crazy stuff, bro. Um, and I'm like, speaking of that, that's why I kind of understood that, all right, market caps matter because that same amount of money I put into Bitcoin, mm. my 20K would have been six figures or maybe close to a million if that would have been Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I, I knew about Dogecoin when it was under opinion on Robinhood. Me too. Me too. Uh, but I, I did, but I was like, no fucking way. And then I saw this one fucking guy that I knew make like a shit ton of money. And I was like, uh, oh, so it's a, I was like, it's a degenerates market. And I was like, bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. No facts, bro. Yeah. Like it, And you had a bunch of people come into the market, which drove the price. Yeah. See, that's when I realized, I'm like, damn, market caps matter. Because mm-hmm. Dogecoin didn't have that crazy market cap that it does now, mm-hmm. you know? So you have to look at those small market caps because those have the highest potential for um, a higher return on investment. Definitely. Um, so I know that you look for, um, I guess, coins under 100 mil. What's the uh, what's the volume got to be like? Is it a certain range that you look for, too? Or, or what do you look for in that? 
Uh, volume not so much. Um, the volume comes once the FOMO comes in. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And, yeah, yeah. The, uh, and the big money comes in, but nah, volume doesn't matter so much. I would prefer. More than likely, if you're looking at it at the right price, your volume is going to be low because no one really knows about the coin yet or the hype isn't there. Damn, man. And yeah, that's yeah. when the smart money is piling in. You dig? Got you, brother. Um, I want to dig into, uh, let's say NFTs because you were talking about kids and Lambos and Ferraris and shit, bro. So, talk, what do you know about NFTs? I'm not. I I know maybe like. A handful, but I haven't gotten mm-hmm. into that world as much as I have crypto or like stocks. That yeah, that's yeah. crazy to me, bro. Is I don't know. That's insane. It is. Yeah, man, it's the future, bro. Before I kind of go on my thing, I don't want to basically harp over stuff you already know. But so currently, what do you know right now? And I can kind of fill in of some new. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I've seen is people say that um, as far as NFTs go. It's kind of um, it's kind of just like bragging rights, right? The same way we are with like Gucci or Rolexes or Ferraris for that matter, right? People just don't realize like that they're flexing until it actually becomes a thing to flex, basically in short, which is quite interesting. And I was like, I basically understood that it boils down to, um, I guess, just human nature, right? It's just kind of like, oh, you want this skin on a fucking Call of Duty game because you can rock it you look legit with it right and i'm like but it's the same thing applied to the real world and the digital world that's that's pretty much what i understand nfts uh just like clout basically right i mean that's not as far as i know as far as i know you know yeah no you're you're right though that that's an aspect to it definitely um as an owner of something Mm -hmm. um from as a creator it's basically just digital ownership Uh like it's sitting in your wallet and it shows that you have maybe some allegiance to some community um, as a curator. It can it can give you ownership to something uh-huh. and also access to even more. So let's say for example, this charger right here. Yeah. Um, I have it physically, but I'm gonna make it an NFT. So uh-huh. I, I make ten copies and say, okay, this is a digital version of my charger. Mm-hmm. There's only gonna be ten available. If you buy these, it unlocks a one-on-one meet and greet with me at some restaurant yeah so yeah. by you you know what i mean so some people have the yacht the, clubs right yeah ex- exactly exactly like that so it can give you access to uh basically different events or perks that's outside of the nft basically mm-hmm. um and it's crazy bro it's, it's basically the future i mean and it, we're already there people don't even realize it like when you get a ticket off of like live nation or something right you get that little barcode like mm. technically that can be an nft you know it's digital you own it okay. you access to something you dig what i'm saying that's all nfts are it's just digital ownership yeah i see that that i agree with you on that and it, it's funny because uh, i think the people that are like that you, you've seen all those people like on fucking instagram and shit that they're like oh i could screenshot it i'm like you're so fucking close-minded dog i'm like you don't even have to fucking yeah, say yeah, it. it's yeah. like shut the fuck up bro it ain't the same. Yeah. It ain't the same. But human nature is just always, I don't know, I, I take more of a cynical approach. I was like, I think no matter what route you go, human nature mainly wants to go down a like a cynical path because they can't really attain that in itself. And I think that's like a way of coping. Personally, that's what I believe, you know? Yeah, exactly, bro. A lot of people won't get it until... It's too late. Until it's too late. Around. That's how it is, bro. So the fact that you even know about it, you're an early adopter. Oh yeah, you and think it so? It will be the future. 
Hell yeah, and it, and it, and it is going to be the future. Uh-huh. No doubt about it. But, you know, depending on when you obtain that knowledge, you're going to either be ahead of the game uh-huh. and be like the people who created Bored Apes, uh-huh. or you're yeah, going to be the masses cool, that come bro. in. The Bored Apes you know? collection is crazy, dude. There's two things that I want to ask you, too, is I think one is uh, how the hell do you create an NFT? Um, and I'm an idiot, so I forgot the second question, so let's go with that one right now. No, no, you good. <laughs> Maybe once I start rambling, man, you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm going to get the sauce away. <laughs> I don't want to give too much sauce dude, away, Oh, man. dude, I fucking, I've been, like, on open sea, and the thing that's, like, I hesitate because it's, like, most pieces are, like, one to, like, three, four K. I, oh, I guess they do it off of Ethereum, right? So I'm just, like... Shit, dude. I think that's like what sauce me is like, what if it just plummets in value? So it's either like a fucking monster gain or it like it just dips to shit. And that's what I'm like, damn, bro. That's a wild ride right there, man. Man, just like what happened like with Doge and the Shivas, and then you saw it peaked, yeah, peak hype, and then it just fell off a cliff. The same thing is gonna happen with all these Uh huh. To be real with you, um, that makes a lot sense. of people are gonna. No, for real. Like, I mean, because everything runs off a cycle, mm-hmm. all asset classes, right? So there's going to be hype about this coin one day, and then tomorrow maybe down 50 or 60%. So most people who are going to buy these NFTs at these crazy prices, they can, oh, I'm just going to resell it and keep reselling. That time may not come, you may be stuck holding the bag. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. you got to be very cautious, especially ones that don't really ha- have value. They're just collectibles, mm-hmm. and people are just buying them in hopes to resell. Mm-hmm. It's a de- very dangerous game, you know? Yeah, no, for sure, man. I don't, you just threw me back to, like, a few times, like, I held some bags, and they dip to shit, or, like, late options just yep. fucking expire worthless like a fucking degenerate. <laughs> I've been there. I'm like, come on, bro. Give me a fucking 1% gain. Have Powell print more of that fucking money, dog. Hell yeah. Yo, what what options did you get in, man? Uh, So I don't really trade like anything crazy. It's more so like the tech names because those are already volatile. Um, But my degenerate ads will probably trade in the same week or like latest next week because I'm a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I have a few friends that sell options too. Uh, That's a dark world. So... I, 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 it's funny that I say that because the potential for selling options is crazy, but on the equity side of things, I'm just a natural short seller. I just, I don't like that you can lose fucking eight X, like in the blink of an eye with an, with the option. Right. But I, I'm willing to lose like fucking 200% off of a fucking, uh, like just shorting a fucking stock. Right. Um, but yeah, Yeah. man. So that's pretty much like the world that, that I'm into. Uh, but I fucking love it. I think it's quick. Uh, Dude, a fucking it's just crazy being able to make fucking a few hundo or a few G's fucking from your bed. That's crazy to me. Easy, easy. Yo, so have you been paying attention to the market recently, man? I think it's about to happen again. Uh, fly? No, I think the remember the short squeezes that happened. But oh, with like ni- oh yeah oh you think uh, oh like the hype trend is coming back on you, man? I think definitely, bro. If you look at it, I don't know if you got your phone on you, but look at like the past week, past month. Yeah, they've been going crazy, especially let me, AMC. Let me take a quick look over here, bro. Yeah. AMC? Yeah, look see. at AMC. Look at past week, past month. Okay, okay. So it's at $25 right now. It's peaked at 30 past. Oh, yeah, there has been a squeeze. About a month ago, yeah. 13 bucks. Oh, shit. That's gone under my that's fucking radar, bro. And here's the fucking thing. This is what I'm trying to tell people. Yeah. They sneak the money through the back door. 
and yeah. it goes up in the background. And yeah. then by the time it hits the news and shit, it's yeah. been happening and it's already too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, hey, man, put it on your radar, bro. I think it's coming back. Yeah, potentially. I mean, I wouldn't fucking doubt it. I mean, there's been a lot of... Did you, I don't know if you saw, but I mean, I don't really fuck with, like, oil and shit. But apparently that shit's tanking right now. I don't know if you, you're in that world or not. You said oil? Yeah, I'm not in that world. I was just wondering if, if you were in it, but apparently it's tanking as of right now because of some shit Biden said. Yeah, yeah. I actually I haven't been following it like that. I know it's been peaking. Like like last week it was going crazy, and it's been going down recently. Yeah, yeah. So. I, again, I'm not in that world. I'm like more like the ones that I mentioned before because I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I probably leave that to like the fucking hedge fund traders or like the motherfuckers in New York handling hundreds of millions of fucking dollars, right? Yeah, they can have that. <laughs> yeah, they can have That's that shit, my specialty. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now that we touched on NFTs, and since you're holding your sauce as a how to create NFT, we'll go on also, uh, what what the fuck do you know about digital real estate? I don't know shit about that. That's been interesting. Oh, I, I heard about dude, that on Joe so, Rogan, but I don't know shit about that, dude. This is fucking crazy. So that game is different, too. So you got um, platforms like Sandbox, which that land is kind of like made up. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's not finite. It's kind of like infinite. You, they can keep making plots of land, but there are some platforms that the land is not infinite. You can actually type up your address, mm-hmm. and I can shoot you the website after this. It's yeah. a thing called Next Earth, right? NextEarth.io. Mm-hmm. You can type in your address, and you can see your house, whatever. You uh, highlight it, and it's going to show you how much it's worth. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So you can own your house in the metaverse or your hospital or your stadium or crypto.com arena all in the metaverse mm-hmm. um some some dude can make figures bro he bought four Auto headquarters you know like the rims like the rappers talk about and shit like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i think he spent like a few hundred bro and it went over i want to say over 100k he sold it for damn i can't remember yeah I, I... but yes yeah, that's Dude, I know um I know this one guy paid a few hundred G's to have land next to Snoop Dogg, I heard, I believe. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. damn, bro, like I don't know, it's interesting keeping an eye on those things, but do you think we're going to move on forward like in the digital world? Are we going to like just abandon the real world or what do you think about that? Yeah, I think the sheep are going to go and set metaverse. What, and, what was um, that? You cut off. No, I said, yeah, I think the sheep are going to go inside the metaverse. <laughs> the sheep? Uh, the sheep, man. Um, <laughs> the sheep are going inside the metaverse, and the people who still enjoy the outside world and physical contact will be out and about. But yeah. If you think about it, we're already there. Like, go outside to, like, a restaurant. Yeah. And I dare you just look around. This is what you're going to see, bro. Everyone already the in the metaverse all day. That's true. You know, scrolling Instagram, living in that world. You know yeah. what I mean? They value that world more than their outside world. So we're really already in it, man. And um, it's it's crazy. I'm not going to say you're going to walk down the street. People got the goggles on. Yeah, but yeah. some people will find more satisfying than the physical life. It's crazy. So so the people that are living in the like in the present, like in 20 years, are going to be a bunch of pussies. <laughs> That's man, what I. That's what I would call I him, not you. I would call him that because I'm a piece of shit. But <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean in a way you're not wrong. Yeah, you know, in a way you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'll take the heat for that. I said that 100%. I, well, this is how I am on the fucking podcast. Like, I just don't give a fuck. I'm just like, I'm so anti the whole cancel culture bullshit, bro. I'm just like, fuck that, dog. That's why I called the, the podcast socially responsible. I'm like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. Fuck all these pussies, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Stay you want free speech, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, what? Hey, what'd you think about fucking um, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, dude? I think he slapped the wrong guy. <laughs> you supposed to smack supposed August? Smacking, smack August, bro. You smacked the wrong guy, man. Yeah, dude. I was like, I thought for sure like Chris Rock was gonna fucking roast him to oblivion after that, but I was like, I dude, I was like, Chris Rock a better man than me, bro. <laughs> Nah, man. So, I mean, do you think it was real? A lot of people have been saying no, but I, th- I think it is. Uh, and yeah. and this is coming from like a pessimistic view- point of view because I always try to look at things like what's the bullshit, what's the scam, right? So yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was, um, but I could be wrong. I'm open minded to being wrong, right? I'm with you, man. I think I just don't see Will Smith. The Fresh Prince. Yeah. This guy, man, he's such a role model, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? And all the bullshit that he's went through. But you have to have something going on to walk in front of everybody in the Oscars. One of mm-hmm. the most bougiest, sophisticated environments. And slap somebody, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, even hip-hop awards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't expect to see that shit at the Oscars. Yeah, bro. I, I didn't either. And I don't know. I So I read something along the lines of, like, um, Will Smith released a book a few months back and it was pretty much saying how much frustration and anger he had towards himself for basically being uh, like I was joking earlier but I guess like for himself like being a pussy being a bitch never standing up for himself or his family right mm. and he, he fucking hated being like that beta dude right um, so uh, people were saying that it's potentially because it's like fresh off of his fucking like his mind and his bones and he's had plenty of time to like think about it and then maybe he just popped off and overreacted right uh but but everyone was saying yeah like he was just laughing and shit so jada definitely gave him a look she's the fucking puppet master dude that bitch is toxic dude yeah man will smith gonna he need to get some game or he need to holler at my boy cam man because he ain't doing it right bro (laughs) you gotta hit up camera future bro he got to, bro. That's not a good look. Nah, bro. Uh, it's definitely not. And you know what I was thinking? I'm like, Kanye's probably like, oh, I can slap a comedian? Bet. <laughs> yeah. Pete Davidson, you better watch out. Man. Better watch your I back, Pete. To... I'm telling you, bro. I don't know what's wrong with these guys nowadays, man. Something's wrong with them, dude. It, it's, it's a strong possibility it might be fake because the marketing is fucking A1 top tier shit. So that's why I never cross it out. Um, but I mean, the relevancy back brought to like whatever the fuck happened like a few days ago was like through the roof. So, um, it could be fake. I don't fucking know. I don't, you know, I mean, yeah, it could be. I know the ratings went from like this to this after it happens and they're both fucking actors, bro. I mean, it's nothing for them to do some shit like that. Dude. Yeah. I I agree. I'm like, I, I wouldn't put it past them. So, I mean, I don't fucking know, but I want to, I want to ask you this too, brother. Um, you, I, I don't know if you know this well in verse, uh, or this is just like more so like in Cam's world. Uh, but but if you do, um, what are the three pillars of success? Because uh, I, I saw you had a class with Cam, right? Um, so I don't know if that's something that Cam went over or you guys both went over. Um, 
If not, it's no worries, like at all. I'm just wondering if uh, if you know about that. No, no, it's it, that's like a solidified thing, or is like is a, a certain person's be pillars of success. Uh, so I think it might be like just Cam's handbook. Um, but in okay. that class that you guys had, um, he said that the three pillars of success were um, worldview, inner world, and then behaviors mm-hmm. and manners. So I don't know if you know about that or uh, if you could elaborate on that or, or not, you know. No worries if you don't, because like I said, I know that yeah, was like mainly nah, hosted by Cam. I'm going to try to. Yeah, yeah, go I, for I, it, I'm brother. I'm going to try to, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you said the three were worldview, interview, and outer view? Yeah, so worldview, inner world, and then um, behaviors and manners. So I guess like how you act in public and, okay. and shit like that. So I would, in my my own words in that, the worldview is how you perceive the world. Yeah. You, know, you mentioned earlier, you're a pessimist, right? Um, some people view the world that way. Some people are optimistic about things. How you how you view the world and your vision of the world is what's basically going to ultimately um, determine how you move throughout your day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, my vision is different from your vision. You know what I mean? We both see the world differently. So mm-hmm. I think that's all about vision, first and foremost. And as a man, if you don't have vision for yourself, I think you're heading down a path of destruction. Mm-hmm. Really, just anybody that's not gender um exclusive this is for everybody you gotta have vision for yourself mm-hmm. um your your interview that's what you said uh yeah so it was uh it was inner world so i guess that's like who you yeah, are right yeah 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 so that sounds like to me everything that goes up in here right uh-huh. like the biggest battle that you're gonna have in this world is not gonna be what you see when you step outside it's always gonna be here mm-hmm. you know you can always overcome shit that you go through but some people can't get over this and that fucks up their whole shit yeah, it yeah. causes them to be unsuccessful, right? So your interview of yourself, either you see yourself as a person of success, worthy of success, mm-hmm. or you see yourself as you don't deserve shit and you're not going to be shit, mm-hmm. right? And we each have that choice each and every day. Um, me personally, I am, so that's how I move. And, and when it comes to mannerisms, that's how you're going to see that, how I move every single day. You know, when I'm out in public, when I'm in the meeting, I'm in this podcast. Uh, my mannerism, I give off the the aura of success. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And I hope my actions parallel that as well, right? Um, so that's how I see those three things. I, I don't know uh, if that's spot on or no, not. No, man. That's my personal I appreciate that because that was off the, off the cuff. So that's that's pretty legit, man. Um, I guess one thing I want to ask you is why do a lot of people dick around and waste time, like from your opinion? Because a lot of people don't want never live up to their potential or even want to for that matter. They say they do, but they never act on it, if that makes sense. Yeah, man, I, I, think, people, I think people don't have the vision, for one. And I don't... They have the confidence... So, like I said, it starts with the vision. Where do you want to go? I you know, and it has to be exact. When I ask people, yo, what do you want to do? Some people may be fucking um, be broad and say, I want to help people. And I say, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. You want to help homeless people, people with cancer. Like, you have to have a clear-cut goal of yeah. what you want. If you want to make money, how much do you want to make? Where do you want to is it a high rise? Is it a house apartment? All those details have to be known by you. And once your vision is clear, 
you know what go you know what moves to go out and make to obtain you know what you need for your vision but two you have in this we all it's like when you're in class and you know the answer to the question but you're too much of a too much of a pussy, pussy? to raise your hand because <laughs> you don't want to be wrong yeah right it's the same goal it's the same thing when you chase your goals you know what i mean what you want to do but afraid to god and actually do it because you don't want to fail mm-hmm. that's bullshit you're now you can become a sheep right that's yeah. what i like to call it I and when too, i say yeah. sheep sheep yeah sheep need direction Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't mind going into a job that they hate every day. They don't mind abiding by the rules society has laid upon them because they're too afraid to think outside the box and think for themselves, right? There's nothing wrong with being a sheep. It's very simple. Um, but I don't think it's going to get you to that level that desire. We're not going to be pushing a Lambo being a sheep. You don't see sheeps pushing Lambos. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, that's where the confidence comes in, man. Are you gonna be a, are you gonna be confident to step out, be bold, um, and do hell you? Are you just gonna be content with being passive and be content uh, with whatever life give whatever life gives you? And um, that's what separates the sheep and um, men and successful women. Yeah, man, you couldn't have said that better. Um, especially that that part where you said um, you need to actualize your goals, and it's really funny that you said that because. I had a conversation with somebody uh, over dinner last week about that in particular, right? It's most people don't know how to I like realize their goals, for lack of a better word, right? Like you said, everyone's like, I want to help the homeless or I want to stop fucking God knows what, right? But, but like, how are you going to do it? I think that's so fucking important. Like just in- incremental fucking goals every single day, bro. Um, and you're, you know what? A lot of people don't like hearing that they're sheep either. But like the reality is that they are, cause and like you, but what you said is like there's nothing wrong with it, right? You have a simple life, you can just go to work, you can just fucking go back home. But that's not what I fucking want. Fuck that, right? Like I mean, yeah. there are certain people that are going to break the barriers no matter what. Um, and that's I've I, for like whenever I say that, usually I'll say hop the borders because I'm Mexican. But <laughs> for lack of a better word, I'll fucking hop that border. Word, word. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, brother. You're from Mexico. No, I'm fr- I'm born here, but I like to just mock it because my dad's fr- from Mexico. <laughs> okay, okay, man, I'm trying to visit. Um, I think it's Merida or Merida, Mexico. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Nah, you know what? I'm like a whitewash beaner, bro. I've never even fucking been to like Tijuana. Like, I haven't even ever visited out there. I should, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, brother. Just what's up, what's out What's out over there? I uh, man. So it's um, the safest city or the safest city in America. So that's including Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. Um, it's hella safe. A lot of people go there to retire. It's cheap. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, the quality of life is on 10. Um, it's just a dope place, and I always hear about it in Atlanta. Like, like you know, Merida, Merida, Merida. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm going to go out there. Uh, one safety is was really why I want to go out there uh-huh. because man, it's getting crazy in some of these cities, bro. Is it? Um, I don't, especially in Atlanta. Hell yeah, bro! Like some of these stores out here, I wouldn't even send my girl to the store by herself. Oh and wow! Feel comfortable. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's uh, it's not getting too safe, and I got a kid now, so I want to raise them in uh, environments where it's peaceful. So yeah, I've been looking at different places. No, yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah, I did. I feel like there's like a strong disconnect from like what you know and your experience and uh, between what I know because I don't think I've 
been in that environment, not even in L.A., right? Um, I, it's a whole different world because I don't think maybe like a handful of times I've ever worried about like going to the store. That's why I'm just like, damn, I, like, I, I don't know how bad it is out there, right? Like I, I think that's just like my lack of like exper experience from here there, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, what part of L.A. you stay? Um, so I'm like down south by L.A. County. So for the people that are listening pretty much by like like Montebello Whittier area. So Okay. Yeah, so it's like it's it's not like in the heart of LA cuz I know that's where like all the shit goes down. Uh and I'll I'll I I won't really go out there that much like unless fucking I'm going out for like a night out or some shit, right? But even then I'm like not worried either way, you know. Bro. Yeah, I think uh um I think it's just certain cities that like get pretty bad like where I grew up as a kid, Bellflower, but I didn't really get experience that as a kid cuz that's like right next to Compton. Um, so shit like that, that you know, sense. yeah, it's fucking right there. <laughs> but, um, before I let you go, brother, I want to ask you this. This is something I ask every one of my guests. Um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? That's a good one. Man, let me, man, let me, let me see, bro. Cause I, I got so much game over my, no, you're good, bro. Even, years. even Cam had a thing about this one. So don't worry, bro. Yeah, man. Um, So this is this is kind of gonna sound lame, low key, mine, but this is very very important. Mm -hmm. So I think I kind of got this from Cam too. Writing down, but I took it to where I wrote down three goals for what I want to do um, the next day, right? So when I was working my nine to five, mm -hmm. bro, um, I started from the bottom work way up to the top to like a mid senior level like this mm -hmm. and what caused it was because i wrote down the three things that i was going to get done the next day but it wasn't just small tasks one thing i learned is you have to the, like the big decisions that you make it has to have a huge impact so like maybe like make a certain call to a customer or getting some plays moving for the next day I did that every single day, bro, and that's what caused my success. And I didn't leave my work until I completed those three things. And once I became an entrepreneur, I took that to that level, mm. and it's been the same exact thing. So one thing I realized, like, the workers who work their asses off, like, from at the very bottom, like, let's say, like, you know, like, my mom's a bus driver. She works her ass off. But mm. one thing I learned is the people who work the hardest sometimes get paid the least yep. in that world. Yep. That world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, not really the entrepreneurial world, but just that world. That's how it really works. Um, and the bosses, man, like, the reason why the bosses is because they're able to make decisions that direct, like, maybe a mass group of people mm. um, towards a certain goal. You have to make... Those decisions have to be calculated. Mm -hmm. You only can make X amount of big decisions a day. So I nailed it down to three. And ever since then, man, that's what's really caused a lot of my success. I 100% agree with that, too. Um, it just boils it back down to that work smarter, not harder point of view and letting that shit mm -hmm. do the snowball effect. Because once you can start making those smart decisions, then everything just starts to amplify. And that's what ultimately leads you to your fucking success. Like if you want like a bougie ass car, you want to live in a sky rise, uh, you want to have fucking a hundred thousand dollars liquid in your fucking bank account, like whatever, right? Like whatever your ideals are. 
um dude I, I really appreciate your time man you you're a man of wisdom uh where can people follow you yeah man i appreciate you as well um you can follow me on youtube at the next gen investor um that's why i'm dropping my game about crypto so i drop game about world events as well um you can also find me on instagram at drayshawn tyrell that's d-r-e-s-h-a-w-n-t-y-r-e-l-l tap in with me show some love i make sure to do the same cool brother i appreciate you um and yeah no I, i've been seeing you've been posting a lot of shorts on youtube keep doing that shit bro that shit's golden that a lot of people are sleeping on that uh, too dude hell yeah them shorts is where it's at dude Dude, yeah, shorts is like fucking TikTok pre pre pandemic, and people don't even fucking real. I'm calling this shit right now, dog, right here on this podcast. Oh, facts, hundred yeah. percent, bro. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I low key been kind of slacking on it because I had so much going on recently, but you motivated me to get back to it, so I'm gonna get back to it. Shorts is the shit. Yeah, like I I'm pretty well off on TikTok, but the algorithm's so much better on fucking shorts, bro. Fucking keep at that shit, dog. I I appreciate your time, brother. Hundred percent, bro. I appreciate the time as well. All right, peace, man. You're